0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 402, It Takes Creativity to Love What You Do, by TK Coleman of TKColeman.com. Welcome back and thanks for joining me again. I'm your host, Joss Marie, and this is the show where I cover all things relationships, whether it's dating, marriage, family, parenting, you name it. And today, I'll be narrating a post from TK Coleman all about the link between self love and loving what you do. And actually TK Coleman is narrated pretty frequently over on Optimal Living Daily, which is another show in our network. So if you'd like to check out more of his stuff, simply search for Optimal Living Daily from wherever you're listening to this show. But with that, let's get right into today's post and start optimizing your life. It Takes Creativity to Love What You Do by T.K. Coleman of T.K.Coleman.com Quote, How nice to not expect your job to fulfill all your emotional needs. Derek Sivers It's good to find pleasure in your work, but don't expect your job to do all the work for you. Your professional occupation can't force you to be happy in spite of yourself. If you want to love your work, you have to work at love. And yes, love takes work. In the film Way of the Peaceful Warrior, the lead character was a handsome, talented, and popular athlete who was on his way to fulfilling his Olympic dreams. But one day, he shattered his leg in a motorcycle ride and everything he called life faded before his very eyes. He eventually met a wise old man named Socrates who helped him to redefine his life. In one scene, the young athlete gets really flustered and says, I can't do this anymore. What's the point when I can't do what I love? His mentor said to him, A peaceful warrior can't always do what he loves, but he can always find a way to discover the love in what he does. 90% of love is finding a way to appreciate and amplify the opportunities that are already there. Let's use romantic relationships as an example. You want to date or marry someone who's attractive to you. That's fair. Your partner doesn't need to be attractive to everyone else, but it's certainly reasonable to prefer someone that's attractive to you. Now, here's the problem with attraction. The novelty eventually wears off and your brain will normalize it. You'll still appreciate the qualities that make your partner attractive to you, but it won't be like the initial spark you felt on day one. The fact that your brain normalizes its experience of positive qualities is the easy part. The hard part is that your lover is imperfect. That doesn't mean you picked the wrong person. It just means you picked a human being. Also, you're imperfect. That means the two of you are going to have moments when you inconvenience each other, impose on each other, and irritate each other. So, even if you find someone that's perfect for you, you'll normalize their positive qualities and you'll gradually begin to notice some less than positive qualities as your everyday lives become more intertwined. If you want to keep the love alive, you have to at least do the following three things. Number 1. Develop a mature and more robust concept of what it means to love someone. You have to release yourself from the shame that comes from feeling like you're not measuring up to the people in action films or romantic comedies. It's not about looking like the people in the movies. It's about living in a way that makes you and your partner better. An example of this would be moving from things like, I totally get you, to I'm capable of supporting you even though I don't get you at all. Here's an even better one. Even though you seem absolutely insane to me, I'm capable of allowing you to be whoever and however you need to be without feeling threatened by that. And I can do that while having the grace to keep this thought to myself. Number two, start investing creative energy into developing and deepening the relationship. Don't get too comfortable with yourself. Refuse to get sloppy. Keep making yourself better as an individual. Find some new stuff to do together. Take some chances as a team ask your partner some interesting and different questions, do something other than watch TV all the time, and avoid the trap of treating your partner like the big catch that's already in the bag. Respect your partner enough to keep being the kind of person that someone would actually want to be with. And number three, work hard to balance your desire for passion with your need for principle. Instead of thinking about love in terms of, do I want to do what I'm doing? Think about it in terms of, do I believe in what I'm doing? An example of this would be, I don't feel passionate about discussing the family budget, or picking up the kids from soccer practice, or listening to you vent about a problem, but I believe in the value of these activities. These three things apply to your professional life as much as they apply to your love life. If you expect your lover to meet all your needs, you're going to be really difficult to be with. Ditto for your job. If you expect your career to meet all your emotional needs, you're going to be really difficult to work with. The solution in both cases is to get a life. You want to make your relationship better? Stop making your relationship the end-all be-all of your existence. Have something interesting going on in your life outside of the relationship. Then bring that energy into the presence of your lover and watch the magic that happens. You want to get more fulfillment out of your work? Stop making your job the end-all be-all of your existence. Have something interesting going on in your life outside of your job. Then bring that energy to your work and watch the magic that happens. Love is always a two-way street. Nothing is capable of fulfilling you in any kind of substantial or sustainable sense without your active cooperation. Without a commitment to routines and rituals that improve your ability to create your own happiness, You wouldn't be able to recognize happiness, even if it were staring you in the face and calling you by name. You just listened to the post titled, It Takes Creativity to Love What You Do, by TK Coleman of TKColeman.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify, whether you're selling a little or a lot. After graduating from UW-Madison, I always felt like I needed to pick the perfect career that would make me happy. But I came to realize pretty quickly, like most things in life, happiness stems from within. And with that, let's wrap it on up and bid our farewells. Thanks for stopping by, and hopefully I'll see you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast